State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This week on The What, we're talking about Brooklyn drill music, the genre of rap that helped make Pop Smoke a worldwide superstar. Last February, Pop was killed at a home invasion, but he recently won top album at the Billboard Music Awards, and Pop's music has lived on for the better half of the year since his death. So today on The What, we're going to explore what's next for drill music, specifically Brooklyn drill music since it is what made pop go pop. And ask the question, can Brooklyn Drill go pop again? Welcome to The What? Hip-hop questions, legends, and lists. Each week, we ask an unanswered question in hip-hop circles, and by the end of the show, we try to answer that question. This week, we're going to try to answer what's next for Brooklyn Drill music. My name is Mouse Jones. And I'm Nyla Simone. And helping us through this is our producers D-Block, Darren, and A-King. Nyla. Today, we have a very special guest on today's episode, my guy, Brooklyn's own Vok. Yay! Now, Mouse, I know you're an honorary Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklynite, or I don't know, what do you guys call yourselves? Brooklynites? No. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I, know, I know you're an honorary uh, person from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, just run me down, or run me down the path of the whole drill movement. So, I guess when I moved right. here, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it was already... It was already a thing. It was already a big thing. So, that. drill music in its essence actually comes from Chicago. There's no argument about that. Okay. Guys like Chief Keith actually, you know, uh, you know, a lot of that starts with Dirk. Dirk has a record um, from back in the day, dissing his ops, and then right. it, it kind of took off and became what you know the Chicago drill scene has become. You have huge stars out of there, yep. like a Chief Keef, a Dirk, uh, Herbo, right. um, you know, uh, uh, you know, rest in peace, F- FBG Duck, um, LA Capone, guys like yeah. that. You know, they were monst- extremely monumental um, because once the big artist gets big, you need somebody still feeding the people at home, which yep. a lot of those guys were still doing. So um, then what happens is that sound becomes popular. And at the time, you have New York artists are influenced by that. So that's where you get, you know, Bobby, um, GS9, Rowdy Rebel, who start doing drill, not drill rec, not, 
it's not drill per se, but they're doing it over the Jalil Beats, who right. was who was working with Meek at the time, and we're doing some of those records for the uh, for Chief Keef. Um, you get them, which puts an uh, eye on Brooklyn street rap. Right. It, it lets people know there's still a fire here. Brooklyn still, New York specifically, uh, New York has a sound, but specifically Brooklyn has a sound, right? Um, then uh, the guys over there in the UK, um, like your 808 Mellows, your Axles, they start making beats. Axel is um, actually in the uh, New York Times talking about he was making beats on his phone at one point. Oh, wow. Uh, until, you know, he's making some of these great beats on his phone until he started getting checks and was able to actually get a studio. Um, he starts making records over there. The the, the London sound uh, are, are influencing. You get that grime rap. You get these guys um, uh, that can't. And they're rapping over these beats with these specific pockets that leave a little gap for you to figure out how many syllables, how many words you could get in here. While still catching the melody, right? Um, and then that gets over to the younger kids. So you have the younger Brooklyn artist, Tutu. Right. Who uh, is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that is where Brooklyn Drill starts. Um, there were records like Gang 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 with Bam, uh, with Bambino and Curly Sav. There's Big Op America. But th these records come out. Oh, uh, well, Gang 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 comes out and um, it still sounds very, sounds New York. But it's not Brooklyn Drill. Right. Tutu uh gets the Axel Rose. He gets the Axel Rose beat. Um the Axel Rose. He gets the Axel beat. Axel. He gets the Axel beat. Um, and then he makes the record suburban. Hanging out all black suburbans, Blicky gonna hit that target. Uh Tutu, as you know, or as if you don't know, Tutu is a uh a, a GD, a gangster disciple. He's taking shots at his ops on that record. Yep. In very much the fashion. That drill music in Chicago does, taking yeah. direct shots at your op, saying a name, um, which causes one of the ops to respond, Chef G, who makes No Suburban, also over an Axel beat. The thing is, when Chef G releases this, the, the flow and the cadence of the rap is in the same way that uh, Tutu's is. Mm. So Tutu is the first drill, Brooklyn drill record that influences the rest of the movement that we hear today. Right. But him and him and Chef G directly going at each other creates the buzz that buzz and that sound. Got it. That we hear today. You know, down to, you know, the, the biggest song out right now, or one of the biggest songs out, Whoopty. Whoopty. Bitch on my side of some movie. That's a tutu flow, tutu cadence. Ah. Tutu, tutu, uh, 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 what's the word? Tutu lingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Machata, bust your chata, bust your mata. Like, you get what I'm saying? Well, I didn't even notice that, honestly. So, you know, the, and if you don't, you know, if it's something that you, because Brooklyn Drill is such a niche market. No, niche but now that market, you say it, it it's right. totally parallel. Yeah. But when I, when I heard it, I didn't owe. Of course not, because it's a niche that. market. And it's yeah. like, you know, who would know? You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like if I had D-Block, you know, if he's in the baseball, who pitched, you know, left-handed first on February 13th in 1969. <laughs> right. You know, it's one of those super niche things you would know. But, yeah. you know, here we are and, you know, we now have... Bringing it to light. Now we have Pop Smoke, uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, yeah. who becomes a huge superstar. Welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating around. Um, Going back and forth with Tutu and you'd never know. Because, you know, a lot of times what happens with music is the music grows bigger than the substance yeah. of the music. So you have this music, you have this song. 
So people are just enjoying. You're just love. They have no idea that you're partying to somebody's death warrant, <laughs> essentially. Um. So yeah. You oh, know, that's so scary, Miles. I hate that. Yeah. So you get pops. I mean, we've been doing it for years. We've been doing it for years. That's true. You know what I mean? But uh, when we talk about Brooklyn drill, I, I love it. I love. I love the grittiness of the music. I love where it comes from, what it represents. Unfortunately, I do not love the body that the bodies that are attached to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, I do think it is a genre that can grow. I do think uh, I am excited to see. You know, you have artists like uh, uh, Busy Busy Banks, um, who, in the same way. Maybe not to a broader audience, but in the same way Pop did with his first album, experiencing, uh, experimenting with different sounds. Busy's doing that. He's he's experimenting with these pop sounds. Yeah. Uh, Shawnee Ben Laden experimenting with these sounds like that. Um, and and we got somebody here to talk with us about it. Um, after the break, yes, we will talk to my man Vok. But yes, I, I I'm super excited about this episode. Um, because like I said, I love Brooklyn drill music. I put it on. Um, my back. I love this genre, and I think it can be a huge thing. We just need the people in the genre to survive in yeah. order for the genre to survive. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with the what? Hip hop questions, legends, and lists. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of Black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So Nyla, like we've trying, like we established at the top of the episode, right? Just like every other episode, we're trying to answer a question. The question that we're honestly trying to answer is, it, you know, we could get into the history of drill, we of Brooklyn drill. We can get into the history of drill. We get into the history of grind. We could find all that, but I don't think that really answers our question: is what's next for Brooklyn drill? What's next for BK drill? Right here to help us answer is somebody 
whose hands are all over this genre, whose uh, you know, who whose whose influence is all over this genre. We got Vaca Ron Don. We got Vac, uh, you know, head of the cultivated. We got the cultivated one in here. Vac, what's Big going cultivated. on? Welcome. How y'all doing? Vac, I, I could never, you know, obviously we have a personal relationship, but mm -hmm. I can never intro you properly enough. Please let the people know mm -hmm. what it is that you do in this industry for Brooklyn Drill Music. Yeah, I took the knowledge that I used from selling crack cocaine all them years and I put it into influencing these young men to get themselves off the streets. You Who are some me? of these young men? Um, 22Gs, uh, Busy Banks, Coach the Ghost, Shawnee Ben Latin, Max the Demon, Maceo Guns, newly recruited, rest in peace to um, Super Gates. Rest in peace, Super Gates. Rest in peace, Super Gates. Uh, Native Dancer. And uh, Money Made Eli just signed him just now with a uh, shout out to Victor Victor over there. Mm. Good people over there. Victor Victor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, earlier we was discussing, you know, our our interpretations of what makes Brooklyn Drive. Nyla has her, mm -hmm. um, her, her definition. I have maybe a little more insight. Mm -hmm. What is Brooklyn Drill? If somebody, if some, if you had to answer it the mm -hmm. best way you could, what is Brooklyn Drill? Brooklyn Drill is UK produced beats. Mm -hmm. Or UK style, UK drill style produced beats on New York City style raps, I should mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. So you got like, um, like I said, Axel was the first person to ever produce from the UK and the American artists in the drill scenes beat, right? So him and Tutu did Suburban. Then the, Chef goes then the next day, the next beat he does is Suburban Part 2 for Chef G. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, no Suburban. I mean, no Suburban, no suburban. Me, no suburban Part 2. No yeah. Suburban for Chef, Chef G. G. So he does No Suburban for Chef G. And then the No Suburban Remix comes out. Mm -hmm. So No Suburban Remix comes out. Mind you, they, both of those records are already good, but Corey Finesse is GS9. Mm -hmm. So he has a huge name. Mm -hmm. So now GS9's doing drill. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, we got to pay attention to this. That's why the record went crazy. Mm -hmm. like, you feel what I'm saying? So now it's like, GS9 and them niggas, no disrespect to them, they was hating on drill. Like, that we don't do drill. Like, that's well, not yeah, what we yeah, do. Yeah, that's Rowdy Rebel. Yeah, actually we don't said do drill. Being joined, he said they yeah. said we don't, he said them niggas said we don't drill, we don't do that. Stupid, we don't do that. Yeah, they wasn't really back. hating on it. They just wasn't adopting the moniker. Because they were getting, because they, they were getting, getting flack from Chicago, Chicago artists. artists. Exactly. Right. See, these kids, they didn't care about that. Mm. They didn't care if you called it, like, we doing drill. That's what we do. We doing our own version of drill. We not doing Chicago drill. So we doing people are, drill. So people essentially are wrong when they give credit or credence to Bobby and Rowdy. They're not wrong for giving it to them, but they're wrong for saying that they began it because they didn't adopt the moniker. Everything is about adopting the the situation. I'm mm. not blood unless I say I'm blood. Right, right. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So you can't say you started drill if you didn't adopt the saying I started drill. You didn't mm. want to be a part of drill. So mm. who started drill? Because I hear I hear a Bro lot of different... Who started Brooklyn drill? Who Brooklyn drill, Brooklyn the, the Brooklyn sound Brooklyn. itself, like the sound and everything, the cadences that came with it, 22 G's. The second person there was Chef G. So those two guys are the those on the rush on the route Mount Rushmore Brooklyn Drill is 22 G's, Chef G, Sleepy Hollow, and Nas Blicky. Mm -hmm. If you want to say not it like pop, that. Not pop. Not really. Pop Smoke, of course. You saying, but I'm saying route Mount Rushmore. Pop right. Smoke is like 
Obama, nigga. He's the 45th president. You feel what I'm saying? He came way late. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Right, he's just, right, a, he's right, just the right. person to be like the most. Right, right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. He's like, Pop Smoke, no, just no, can't take away from what he's done for the genre. He made, made it worldwide. Yeah, he, made the, he made the genre worldwide and he connected both audiences. He made the UK niggas actually believe in an American drill star. Mm. Right. So he bridged both gaps and it made it easier for them to mend the fences between UK drill and New York drill. That's why Chicago drill took a different turn in the sound because the, the, the traditional drill sound isn't popular as it is anymore. Mm. So now it's just the UK and the New York sound. So if you're doing drill in Chicago, it's kind of sounding like Dirk. Mm. Mm. The That's UK the sound, what is that sound? How can you explain that to someone? What is the UK sound? I want to say the UK sound, like the, the beat. about that grime. Yeah, the, it's, like a, it's like a mashup between grime, Chicago drill, drums, and 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Chicago's uh the drum kits, like Chicago's drum kits, dubstep and grime all made a baby, and you got the UK drill sound, cause the the production and beats by minutes. If you listen to the the the, the basses, the bass riffs, like that's the only genre that does bass riffs other than rock and roll, like mm -hmm. real shit. So the way it was interesting how they was making bass as a main sound in the beat. And then the second sound in the, the beat is the is the hot is the is the is the the, the 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 snare and then the drum comes in. Cause in the UK beat is the bass, snare, hi-hat, drum. And the drum comes out of nowhere half the time. And you be like, oh shit, that's how the beat comes like, you know what right. I'm saying? So they just they just changed it. They shifted. I, I can't fully explain it, but I know they shifted the way how they how beats are done and presented in this day and age. And the kids from New York just happened to catch on to it. Like literally because of the West Indian influences, because that's what right. they sound like over there. The West Indian and the, and the um and the Afrobeat influence. It was easy for these kids over here. They hear the music in their house already all day. So when they hear something that sounds close to it, it was easy for them to catch on. And then it's easy to come over here because Back. that same West Indian, mm -hmm. Caribbean influence is all right here. You Back. look at the top stars. Tutu is a is a young Haitian brother. No, he's Guyanese. You got Tutu's Guyanese. Pop star. I thought Chef G's Trinidadian. Yeah, Chef G's Trinidadian. Yeah. And you and you hear it. Yeah. They're, they're proud. Yeah. There's a certain there's there's a, a pride in their mm -hmm. in their community that you may not have in other genres or certain African American bred genres just because we're American. Like, I'm gonna keep it gangster. The West Indian kids do drill the best. I agree. That's true. Pop Smoke is Panamanian. Dusty Locaine is Haitian. Mm. Like these kids are from other countries. You feel what I'm saying? They do drill the I, bus. I, I, As an executive, do you feel any responsibility when they get into trouble and different like violence and stuff like that? And how do you go about handling that? Yes, I feel very responsible because half the time, like, boom, rest in peace to Nick Blicky, right? Rest in peace, Nick. Nick Blicky died on Mother's Day of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the fucking quarantine. You don't expect to hear a phone call like that. You fix them to be in the house. You know what I'm saying? And that week, I had just came up with the decision that I'm moving all of them to Atlanta. Like, yo, y'all, I'm moving all of y'all. Everyone's out of here. Like, I came up with that decision that day. You feel what I'm saying? On like a Monday, Tuesday, I called everybody. I started making accommodations, getting their flights booked and shit. He just didn't make the... The first flight. You feel what I'm saying? Because of the situation that happened. So now when certain like that happened, I feel like, damn, what if I came up with this idea Literally. two weeks ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I already had them out there. And he wouldn't have been able to get into no shit like this because he'd have been gone already. And then I go into the um 
when they get into a certain situation again, I'm like, damn, I gave them niggas the money that it costed them to go buy the shit that got them in trouble and mm. things like that. So sometimes I feel that responsible, but then it gets to the point of maybe they have to learn these lessons. This may be the path that God already had for them. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So maybe sometimes, like if an artist gets in trouble, he gets arrested, we get him out right away, but then yeah. he got to understand that like now you got to- You got to fight that case. You yeah. got to fight the case. You got you to walk a fine line and you got to understand that you have a bigger purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have, maybe this case took for you to understand what exactly it is you need to be doing. You'll need to be in the streets or around your friends and the nonsense. Your friends want to hang out with you. They, they come to the studio, bro. The studio's right. <laughs> brand new. Got everything you need in there. We got three studio rooms. We got we got PlayStation. Mm -hmm. We got YouTube, pianos, whatever you need. Come <laughs> to the studio. Take your friends to the studio. They can learn there. They can sit down, do it like that. I don't... See, so me is like sometimes when they don't do when they do certain things and they get in certain troubles, I just be like, damn, maybe I could have did more. Even though sometimes there's nothing more you can actually do. You know what I mean? Because the music, because what we did, haven't talked about, um, what we we talked about earlier, but we haven't spoken about with you is the Brooklyn drill sound or the genre itself. Mm -hmm. We talked about the actual sound, the whereabouts. We can't really not acknowledge that a, a very big, at least right now, a very big part of it is the gang um influence. the gang influence mm -hmm. without that we don't have the genre right mm -hmm. it's born out of literally taking shots at your ops mm -hmm. uh, we know what a drill is mm -hmm. we, you know we don't have to describe it we know what a drill is mm -hmm. so in that as an executive of this sound mm -hmm. what you can't remove that you can remove the kids from mm -hmm. brooklyn they'll go to atlanta but that's going to follow them in some sense because that's what this music uh, uh, attracts. See me. What's the answer there? I just mind my business when it comes to that, <laughs> right? So when it comes to the gang shit, when they got the bloods, the crips, the folks, the, the, the whatever yeah. they got going on, that's not my business. Your 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 entire uh, m the majority of your roster, the bigger names on your roster are GD. Yeah, they're GD and and Mac Baller, yeah, whatever the yeah. gang affiliation is that they got going on. Mm -hmm. That has absolutely nothing to do with me. You feel me? I'm just. People, the problem is I'm so close to the street that people look at me like a street person. I'm an executive too. Look at me like you look at Leo Cohen. Look at me like you look at fucking Kevin Lowes and them niggas too. Mm -hmm. like, I do the same thing. I sign kids and I give them opportunities and I put them in the studio. I'm not a gang member. I so don't have face a little, a little more scrutiny. I than... face a lot more scrutiny because I can't even sign certain kids because our kids I got signed already. Mm. Like I can't go, can't go sign. I can't go sign a woo kid because they won't sign to me. Sign a and I'll be wow. trying to. Yeah. Like I was the first person to ever offer Pop Smoke a deal. Yeah. You wow. feel what I'm saying? Most people don't know that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I offered them a deal first. Yeah. They just didn't, not that they, they didn't take my deal. My label just didn't think it made sense because they didn't understand drill until he became who he was. And this that's why I'd say I give Pop Smoke a lot of credit because him getting signed. Like a lot of people thought I was angry about it. Like how would like, I be angry that the biggest star in New York City is doing the same genre that I told you I was going to take over the city. Right. <laughs> so the biggest star is doing the genre of the music I told you dickheads that was going to happen. Now y'all got to come back and give these kids a bunch of money. <laughs> we went out, we want to get paid. So I made them pay for the, what they did to the cold <laughs> rush. <laughs> Overcharging niggas for come what on. they did. That's a Jay-Z line You now. feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. It just, she has a problem with you. You feel me? I don't, you know I mean? don't ever say I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> Like with these kids, it's like they didn't understand what they was trying to do. And like I said, with when it comes to the gang shit, I'll be trying to sign other kids. Like it's kids, Quelly Woo. I like uh I like uh what's this kid name? Um, um 
Spaz Floss is cool. I like um Tay Floss. Tay I like Flossy. Tay. I like Tay. Um, well. Uh, 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 even even I fuck with Dusty Lil' King. He gets better every single song. He gets literally better every single song. I don't care about the situation with him sounding like pop and all of that shit because like Gorilla Black to say that. because Gorilla, Gorilla Black and Sean sounded like big and we still fuck with they shit. Like Sean had we fucked with Sean a little more. We fucked with Gorilla Black. But Gorilla Black if technically had bigger records than Sean. Speaking of, we we've mentioned a, 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 a few names over and over. We've mentioned um, Tutu, mm-hmm. Chef, um, Pop. Favi. Um, we, we didn't even get deep into Favi, but these are the faces right now mm-hmm. of the, genre. the BK, free Favio of the genre, Free Favio. Um, what, with them, with this sound, what does it take to keep them, not only the faces, but what is it what does it take to keep this uh, genre growing? Because, you know, there, there is some commercialization going on. There's mm-hmm. some imitation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could talk about that. But, Elaborate. Yeah. Well, CJ. Oh, right, yeah. CJ. He's he's a joke, um, and I I I full transparency. <laughs> I called Vok. Me and my me and my man, we called Vok, and when when the Wookie song was getting big, and I said, Yo, Vok, who's on? I want to I want to try and get this kid on paper. I want I want push it because the, the record was so good, mm-hmm. and he's from Staten Island. Nobody knows what the fuck goes on in Staten Island, so I'm like, I he must be. You know, we all know what Wookie means. Mm-hmm. We he must be that. Vok tells me he's like, well, he's on paper with this person. I forget it. So I, I wash my hands of it. Mm-hmm. Then the song gets bigger. And I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have got in on this. <laughs> and then you got to stay on YouTube. And then people start complaining. Mm-hmm. Then real gang members who are doing time behind being attached to Whoopty are saying, who is this kid? He's not under us. He's not a part of us. And then, and, and, this, and, and, and I told you myself, I was like, well, damn, I didn't, I liked the song so much. I didn't really listen that. Damn, he is stealing tutu shit. But I'm thinking from a tutu made the, the, the genre. So obviously everybody else, I think we were used, Kinda but no, it's too. a direct, even, you know, CJ says, uh, uh, he says, dancing bachata, open your mata. The first person I heard using mata as slang was somebody named SB. Mm-hmm. And then I heard Tutu saying it. And I'm like, Tutu's on uh, No Suburban rapping about uh, in the chopper and it's busting your mata. Mm-hmm. That's on No Suburban. So I'm like, okay, something weird's going on here. And then it comes out like, no, he's not a, He's not this thing <laughs> he's portraying to be. He's actually, you know, taking the 6 9 route. Um, which to me says... Sure, the, that means the genre lives, but mm-hmm. at what price? Craziest part about that, the irony, the irony in that situation is he has a song with 6ix9ine. Yep. That's the irony. Oh, wow. Early That's on the TV irony the, in so, the whole situation. He had a song with 6ix9ine. That's the craziest part about the whole situation. So he, now he signed the Coke Boys, and now he uh, released, I don't know, I don't want to give it no shot, but now there's another record. Now him French and Tutu. French Montana? No, he, he, he mm. signed the Coke Boys, yeah. Oh. So now CJ and Tutu are now, they're going at it, right? Which, which is interesting to me because it's like, no matter how you argue it, when you talk about Brooklyn Drill, you have to, no matter what, talk about Tutu. <laughs> so, so I guess my question to you is, how do you keep these kids at a, at a genre that is, you know, at its core, inherently mm-hmm. violent? Mm-hmm. How do we keep the genre literally alive? The only way to keep it alive in the next year where I see, like, it has to be unity. It's the only way because right now what they have the fans doing is picking a side, right? Yes. So the fans are picking a side. They don't want to, you can't go in the club 
in New York City. You can't go in the club and they playing Pop Smoke records and then they start playing Tutu records. The guys who like Pop Smoke records are going to tell the DJ, don't play them records and vice versa. You feel what I'm saying? Because they're taking this shit too literal. Like, yeah. like Jay-Z and Nas had beef... 20 years before niggas knew and nobody said, yo, I don't never, I don't ever recall being in the whole show and they playing Nas record and he like, yo, turn that shit off. Niggas ain't doing that. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Cause everybody at the end of the day got to eat. You feel mm -hmm. me? These, the, the guys got to just realize that unity is the only way they can keep it alive because labor's going to get tired of having to think about, oh, he can't go here or go there or go there. And we got to, how are they going to make their money back, bro? But then what the, what is the, what is the, Subject matter then the sub the subject matter can stay the same because the subject matter for other rappers stayed the same. They talked about cocaine for twenty five years. Cocaine's faceless. Cocaine is faceless. Your, ops, your ops have a your ops have a face. Yeah, and your ops have a face, but they don't have to have a name. Mm. I don't have to say your name every song and market you. You know why the Wu brand became so huge because the GD kids were screaming Wu K. So if the mm -hmm. GD kids is the biggest songs out, you got to know, you want to know who the hell is these woo kids mm -hmm. that they keep K-ing. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you go listen to Jeezy Moolah. Mm -hmm. You go listen to uh, Fabio Foreign and JD and JD all of those and guys. Pop, now yeah. you, you force your fans to go and look at these other people. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Who do we tell to, I guess, who do we tell to put down their guns first, right? Because if you have the biggest artist in the game, you, we can talk about in New York where it comes from. Mm -hmm. but to the world, all the biggest artists of of BK Drill are Crip artists facts. who have yelled GDK hey, facts. all over the records. Mm -hmm. if, if you're a GD, 
and your little cousin who who's from Jersey don't play by these rules, and he's just listening to Big Drip, you're pissed off now. Facts. So how do we tell them to put down their guns? And in the same way, how do we tell the G? How do we tell the Woos to put down their guns? And they keep hearing Woo K. Like I said, it has to be substantial unity, bro, because it was all good in the beginning. Sometime at some type or another, it was all good at once. Way before these kids were alive. Yeah. So. Somebody from that era need to come and step in and bring that back together. You feel what I'm saying? I, me personally, I can go and speak to the kids in Canarsie. I could go to the kids in Brownsville. I could go to Best. I go Flatbush. I could go everywhere. Me personally, myself. Mm -hmm. But I need more than just me. Yeah. It needs. It what do you needs, need? I need. I need the kids mm -hmm. to say, "Yo, we're tired. We're tired." Every year, every every six months is a new rest in peace, bro. Shit, it might right? be every three weeks. At this juncture of the yeah. game right now, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? And it's, it's not even summer yet and people are already dying. Yeah. So you got to figure what's going to happen this summer when it's when shit is open back up and niggas got to do shows. Mind you, hip hop police is already marginalizing the situation where they can't do shows. Where we, where we, I would love, I would love to take a minute to just talk about um, Rolling Loud New York. Yeah, Rolling Loud New York was a, 2019. Was a, that was a really disgusting. And egregious your artist situation that they did to, to them kids, bro. I think it was this disgusting. is their first big oh, opportunity, the first big festival that they got disgusting. a chance to do in their own city, and you took away that opportunity because you don't know if something's going to happen. Yeah. Well, if you think something's yeah. gonna happen, because I know out of my taxes, we take our state tax and our federal tax. I know we're paying them the police. Yeah. They hire thirty thousand cops every year for yeah. every class, right? Yeah. So you mean to tell me it's, a, it's not it's, you can't put ten cops with one artist so he could get to the stage and get his money and get and get back to safety to his van? You can't do that. Or you're rather just stop the whole opportunity because all right, if we give them the opportunity, they're gonna get further and further. They're gonna get out of here and they're gonna take more kids out of here. So then they're not gonna create no crime. So we can't we're not gonna have a job if the kids stop committing crimes. Mm. Right? Hip hop police can only be a police force in hip hop if niggas in hip hop are doing crime. Right. If niggas in hip hop is not making money, they can't. They, if they're making money, they're not doing crimes. They're crime. not doing no crimes. If we stop their money, they have to go back to doing crimes you and not need to arrest you, them. You create the virus in the cure. Come on. Can you unify behind that? Yeah. If the kids understand that if they beef, the police wins, all I need them to understand is the police wins. We don't win. You don't win. You don't win. No one wins. The police wins every time. If you don't go to jail, the police look like they got crime down. If you commit a crime, they're going to lock y'all up and they look like they got crime down after y'all put it up. <laughs> so either way, the police wins, bro. So please, if you niggas want to understand, get together. Somebody got to be the bigger, somebody got to be the bigger man and just say, yo, I'm tired. Because they're going to say, yo, my man died for this. My man went to jail for this. All right. So you want to be the next nigga to go to jail or die? Because let me know. Because that's what you want to do. Oh, we don't need to be doing this business. You need to be in the streets with a gun doing that business, bro. Somebody got to end the cycle. Yeah, somebody has to end the cycle. And I'm tired of, I'm literally the only voice in that. You told me that before. Yeah, I'm the only voice in that. Because I be talking to other executives and I'm trying to get them to understand what we're doing and other label heads, they're not trying to, they're like, nah, bro, we ain't trying to do all of that. Because they think if, if they think if they, the guys are peaceful, it affects their bottom line. So the violence is good. For marketing and money. Mm -hmm. To the executives. So now my solution is, what if we start putting the pressure on the executive? What if they have violence at their front door and people start smacking them in the head and start hitting them in the head and chasing them around with guns? Would they have the same angst to not want a dead shit like you want the kids not to dead shit? Because I know if niggas is putting pressure on you and they got guns on you every single day, you're going to want to have some type of peace, brother, because you got families. Now, when you said on Mother's Day that you were like, okay, I want to move all of them out and get them out of here. Mm-hmm. 
the labels never thought or the higher executives at the label never thought that prior? No comment. <laughs> oh, wow. No comment. I'm going to say this. After things went a certain way, yes, they did give me finances to make sure that the kids got up out of there. But belly aching and yelling in the beginning doesn't, there's no proof without putting. And unfortunately, wow. the putting is, bo- is black bodies. Yeah, so you got to get the putting first. You know what I mean? They need to they need to see the putting first before they get before they before they get give you the proofs, and that's just it. So, I right, you take with that what you will. You Does Brooklyn Drill evolve? And when I say evolve, kind of like what Pop was doing, where Pop he, we knew he's a Brooklyn Drill artist, mm-hmm. but you get into that album. And we got Diana. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, we got, uh, uh, we, we got. Uh, what you know about love? We got, we got know about love. Yeah, we got a bunch of those records. Other sounding things. Mm-hmm. He still sounds drill. He still is rapping in that familiar cadence. Mm-hmm. Talking about other things. Yeah. How do we get there? So we, you're, you're literally watching the evolution of drill with Shawnee Ben Latin, right? Yeah. So Shawnee Ben Latin took. Um, and, and busy, I feel like too busy on no, that busy, last project. See, busy, busy a lot of sounds. Is, Busy is being put into being the next drill star. Yeah. Like he's the next shiny thing in drill. Yeah. Right? So his path and the path of Shawnee is two different paths. Okay. Busy is like drill for niggas that like the drill sound, but still want to hear bars. Yeah. So he's that drill because he's going to rap really good on these songs. Shawnee's the evolution. He's fun drill. So mm-hmm. we ain't really talk about Fabio that much, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to get back to him real quick because, of course, he got the Drake song. Yes, Fabio is huge. This is what I, not even cut you off. Fabio is a huge reason for why people accept niggas dancing again. Talk about it. why. Because he came out, right, straight Gangster drill music talking tough to his opposition, like name, naming them. Mm-hmm. But he did it with spinning dances yeah. and looking like a ballet and going, hey, 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 hey. Like, you know what I'm saying? He made it, he's he's kind of taunting you. Yeah. yeah. His makes taunting drill. Like, <laughs> like nah, 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 boo, boo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is kind of ill, like the way he does it. Right. I love Fabio. Honestly, I really, really love Fabio. Yeah, I Fabio. I tried to bring him to Atlantic. They didn't understand like shit like that. It wasn't that they didn't understand. They just really didn't understand drill. Like drill two years ago, you would have never thought Pop Smoke would ever happen. It's it's so funny when you think about it, right? Because uh, Fabi is signed to the same label as Adele and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Think about that. On that roster is Adele, (laughs) Beyonce, Fabio Fabio Four. Fabio Four. Like that's the roster. Celine Mm -hmm. Dion, that's the roster. No, but... I know, Who, he signed to in the beginning, that. though. He signed to Mace. Which is so crazy. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Mason so Betha. Like, Mason pub- Betha. Mace got the publishing. Yes. Publishing, he signed to him as an artist. So he, you gotta think about, how the hell did Mace find Brooklyn Drill? A Harlem, a Harlem rapper living in Atlanta. I'm about to say, he's not even here no more. A Harlem rapper living in Atlanta, preaching at a church every Sunday, <sighs> found Fabio Foreign, JD, Eat the Connect, and uh, and Mr. Swipey. Very interesting group of individuals. You see how that turned? You see how, why, that's why Brooklyn Drill is so great, because it's so random. Yeah. It's so fucking random. It's as, it's as random as it's as Steven random as Victor, a he's a he's a guy who signed he he's manages at one time Kanye, Pusha T, designer, mm-hmm. and things like that. The whole good music team. Shit like that. 
and then he just come and his first real, excuse me, superstar is a kid from Canarsie. Yep. You feel me? Brooklyn Drill is the most random genre. It could turn, you could turn a kid from a, from a regular nobody to a star and turn his friends to executives like this. Yeah. But also it could turn that same kid from a regular kid nobody cares about to you know, an unfortunate, an unfortunate victim. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that, it's that thin line. It's a very thin line with the walk. Yes, but it's not hard to walk it. All you gotta really do is just avoid people, places, and things, bro. And I know that shit sounds mad cliche, because yeah. it is. It wouldn't be a saying if it wasn't, it wasn't true. true. Yep. You feel me? Mm. You avoid the people that are doing the things that you don't want to get into. You avoid the things that get you into the, the negative situations and avoid the places, bro. And that's it. The people, places, and things. But if you can avoid those three things, you kind of high. It's just like being in jail. You avoid the three Gs, gays, gambling, and gays, right? Mm. So, if you can avoid that in prison, the gays gambling and gangs, you can do that on the streets, bro. Avoid the, sh- the shit that you got going on in the streets, bro. If you know niggas over there shooting, don't go over there. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I don't want to get shot and I don't want to have to shoot nobody, so I'm not going over there. If you know this nigga is shooting people, I don't want to be with you because you might <laughs> shoot somebody around me and I might go to jail because I'm not trying to get into no shit and be no snitch. You feel me? And if you don't buy the things that you think you can't handle, if you can't handle a six a 16 foot if you can handle a, a 600 700 gram chain and you know you can't hold that down don't buy that yeah don't buy it mm. because what? it's a nigga who deserves who feel like he deserves that six seven hundred gram cuban that you wear Whoa. what about the music videos the music videos if you feel like see the thing about the music videos is real because some some guys like early on they need to still shoot the videos in the hood to keep the the look aesthetic. the look your aesthetic you feel me but Five year four don't need to be shooting videos in the 90s anymore. <laughs> you gotta start elevating, dude. You gotta be mental elevation within the teams too. Because the kids can't be around the same people who are stagnant in growth. Like, like you got the kids that be around certain artists, right? And then they're still in the hood doing all of the hood nonsense and doing the bullshit. And then they go to get and then they go for a vacation, hang out with and the hang out with the with the successful guy, and then now we might take a group trip to Miami and niggas start shooting at me. And I'm like, why are you shooting at me? Because you just shot at this nigga three days before in New York and then you ain't tell me. Yeah, now yeah. you around me and I got this shit going on. Now my name is the one on the news. My name is the one spotted all over everywhere and yeah. you did this and shit. Now, and now I'm now it's free me and you free. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm in trouble because you did some nonsense that you didn't even alert me to. So it had to be some type of mental elevation. Like even with new artists like... Like when they got friends that's in college, I encourage those guys to come around. I call yeah. them myself. I start texting them like, yo, what you doing? How you doing? How's school going? Well, you need help with books and shit like that. Now I don't know trying to, but I want to, I want to nurture the minds. So that way those, yeah, those progressive. Yeah, those he progressive. Yeah. Around, yeah. And you might build you an executive Hell, in the, in exactly. the middle Exactly. And he might help build him, build him a business. Like, yo, bro, you should invest in coin and this like that because you need those people dicking on that level. I don't need the people telling me like, yo, give me 10,000 so we can buy a couple pounds of weed. I need niggas like, yo, you know, if you put 10,000 in the stock market, so, things like that. Do a that. lot of your artists give you backlash when you try to tell them to leave? Like, do they not want to leave? Of course, none of them. Wants to, who the hell wants to leave the hood? Well, but why? They leave. They want to leave the hood because half the time they, they don't have enough money to move their parents and themselves or their friends so they themselves don't leave, and things they, like that. They so they don't want to leave, leave anybody. Their connections. But me, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, yo, you got your pay, you got oh, your money hit your account. I bet I got the real estate agent calling you in a few. <gasps> She'll be calling you. She's gonna tell. She's gonna show you some apartments so you get out of the hood. You, you got to go. 
Well, what? But do you do some like? Do you talk to? Do you have these conversations with them so they can understand? Yeah, I tell them. I was working in a restaurant in 2018. Yep. And I was shot in the face. Yep. At work, making so, shrimp, making shrimp and fucking wings. So if that can happen to me, from just being at work, it can anything happen to y'all at your job. So if you want to make the job easier for the niggas who shooting and robbing, stay in the hood. Yeah. I mean, I like I wanted Hitman got to work hard for his money when he's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so Vok, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I know you said when it comes to the gang shit, you mind your business. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a lyric you hear and you're like, oh my God? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. In yes. In that instance, what do you do? <laughs> I take it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, have they ever hit you like, yo, I did not hear that I told this nigga to suck my I didn't hear it. Yes. What did you take? <laughs> yes. On Grover Development, it's a line on a song. I can't tell you which right, one. Right, 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 right. But it was too egregious, bro. I was like, <laughs> that has to go. Then he was like, nah. All right, cool. Now I put it in front of my superiors. Hey, this, if he said, if, if it was anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. it would be gone, right? Mm. All right, cool. You know, we're going to take it out. Thank you. So you did the, that's a black businessman, Right. You think about what he just did. One, he maybe inherently saves saves his his artist the issue. Mm-hmm. But he went and put the pressure on the label to make instead of the kid. Yeah, he doesn't browbeat the kid. Mm-hmm. He goes to the label and says, "Label, be smart. Forget being ethical because we know they're not. <laughs> be, be smart <laughs> because if he were saying something anti-Semitic." This whole thing would be shut down. He would never be heard from again. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I I I can point out 20 pop smoke lyrics where he dissing people and you don't even o- know. You're sitting there OD. having a great time and he's dissing somebody. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, even, I, mean, I will talk about, oh, oh, I'll tell you, the, we'll mm-hmm. talk about when the mic is off because I don't want to start up. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm talking about a huge record we all love. And I'm like, oh, come on. I got one question. Um, three years before, after 22 G's released Suburban, mm-hmm. song produced by Axel Beats, mm-hmm. Drake puts out a song called War, mm-hmm. produced by Axel Beats. Facts. Were you worried about something that you were a pioneer in being co-opted by a bigger artist? No. Because when he did that, every every song produced by Axel Beats, streams went up 100%. Which are all tutus. Tutus beginning the catalog, Pop Smoke's catalog. Um, Fabio, that's why Fabio's record, that's what he did with Fabio, because the Axel record with Fabio, Big Drip started doing better. Like everything, once Drake did drill officially, like did drill and sounded like Brooklyn drill niggas with the UK flows and shit, every song associated with that went up. It's, it's just like happened with Pop Smoke. When Pop Smoke went up, now you gotta have, if his song is the number one song on the radio, now we need songs around it. That's how you get Big Drip and Smooth L and all those songs on the radio, because they need songs yeah. to match the BPMs. Or we, or we would have been going a long time ago. Yeah. Drill would have been going a long time ago. You know it as a DJ. You yeah. gotta have music to do it, your mm-hmm. set. You gotta have your drill set now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You need music to keep it going. All both like, sides. Yeah. yeah. Smooth L benefited from the fact that they needed a third song to play <laughs> with drill set. I'm lying? No. <laughs> they just needed right a, into the set. Yeah, yes. <laughs> as soon as you finish playing, you play Big Drip, then you play Dior Dior, yeah. and then go right yeah. in the pop, and then go like, ooh, 
Ooh. <laughs> ah. You feel me? And then from there, you go to the Travis Scott and Pop Smoke record, and then you end the set. It's no more drill then. Drill is mm-hmm. over. That is. And we gave y'all 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you welcome, DJs. <laughs> the one just gave you a set. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot here. Mm-hmm. Before you got here, after, we talked about a lot. But I think, and I do think we actually get an answer to this. Mm-hmm. What is next for Brooklyn Drill Music? What's next for Brooklyn Drill is you're going to start seeing more um, musically inclined artists within yeah. the genre. You're going to start seeing people progressing. You're going to find the Kanye within the genre. You're going to find the whoever you think is a creative genius within the genre. We already have a few that haven't been able to tap into what they have to tap in yet because the labels don't give these kids the budget that they give these other kids. Mm. Right. So Drill... It's still a thing where they're signing these kids, but they're still not give. They're still not giving them creative control. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to sign a pop kid, I get a writing team for two months in LA to write records for this kid with whatever producers we chose to go with, and they're gonna pay for that. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't use those records, they're still gonna pay for that. Mm-hmm. With drill, they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna let me fly a kid to London so he can do a tape with the, the big producer out there and get the. Get the real feel of it and all of that with the way they really need it. So would, they can, there, would, I mean, would, would there be, if it is possible, mm-hmm. what does a Brooklyn Drill writing camp look like? Brooklyn Drill writing camp, it looks like every other writing camp mm-hmm. because it's the same thing. Same, I remember, yeah. writers are just people who can't, who don't look like artists, don't look like celebrities. Yeah. They don't, they don't look people you don't want to hear. From. Yeah, you don't want to hear it from them. Yeah. So they're just, People who write the song, so it could be anyone. Like you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Vok, we thank you. Please tell, um, please tell our listeners where they can support you, your artists, what's next. Uh, tell them where they'll be able to see that documentary, all of that. Documentary is coming on uh, end of the year. Shout out to my man Don. Shout out to um, Johnny Shapes, everybody over there. Um, but you can catch me on Instagram or Twitter at Vakaron Don V O K A R O N D O N. Um, the Cultivated Agency. On Instagram or the culture or the culture or cultivated on Twitter. I don't know what Twitter is really, but you can catch any of my artists: Twenty Two G's, Busy Banks, Coast to Ghost, Shawnee Ben Laden, Max the Demon. Any of them on these respective platforms. Their music is all on streaming services, but. Make sure you go to Tidal and iHeartRadio because those are the places where they're paying people the most, okay? Hello? So please try to listen to everything that I put out on Tidal and iHeart because they give the biggest checks, okay? <laughs> That's real. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to check into that. Shout out to Vok, we appreciate you And you guys at home, shout out to you Make sure you continue to rock with Make sure you continue to listen Make sure you subscribe, yep. comment, rate, listen On the iHeart Radio app Or wherever you get your podcast. And we will see y'all next week Peace AT&T connects an ode to podcast Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.